Oh, by the way, I was being 100% serious with the, the sexy calendar. That would be so fucking funny. Wouldn't it, though? At Christmas time, if we could just get, like, a bunch of fucking just, like, shitty content creators to do just, like, dumb pictures for a calendar, that would sell. I think that would sell, like, hotcake. I would fucking hope so. It would be hilarious. Like I said, I just want to see fucking Saffron Olive just, like, in a fucking one-piece bathing suit. Like, a woman's (laughs) one-piece bathing suit. It's, like, straddling a swan. Like, one of those fucking, uh... Swans of... Like, like those fucking, like, uh, riverboat tunnel of love things that you see in like cartoons where they're like going through a fucking tunnel shaped like a heart it's like a two-person boat i just want to see him just riding one of those no it would definitely have to be the swans of bryn argyll or whatever it's called fucking (laughs) hit my swans draw some cards (laughs) okay yep now that's our giveaway i don't care how we do it we're gonna make it happen just photoshop dude How exactly are we going to Photoshop Saffron Olive in a one-piece bathing suit? (laughs) Anything is possible. What's up, you jagoffs? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Chalk podcast. I'm your host, the guy that's late to your friend group's commander game, Tyler. And joining me, as always, is your friend playing the five-color Super Friends deck, Matt. Matt, what is going on, my man? What's up, dude? Oh, I would say, I feel like in the past couple weeks, Every single time we've started an episode, it started out with me saying, man, I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I know. Work but, sucks. But this time... It's, Actually, I love my job. I can't. It's not I true. Can't pitch. Yeah, we've been talking a good amount this yeah, week. Yeah, and I just fucking saw you this past weekend. Yeah, we did. Yeah, for the first time since we started the show, me and Matt actually got together and we played Magic the Gathering. Yeah, four and a half hours ain't shit, boy. Yeah, really? Yeah, you drove in four and a half hours. I drove two hours. And we met somewhere in the middle in the hometown in which you grow up to play a, a chaos draft. Yeah, it was super fun. And holy fuck was it chaotic. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So me and Matt went to friend of the cast, drunk Kevin's house, homeless Fabio. Fabio. Yep. <laughs> we went to homeless Fabio's living quarters and uh, all of us, I think what we had like 10 people. Ten people, yeah. Yeah, all of us came together to do a chaos draft for the fucking ages. Like, I've been a part of chaos drafts before. Like, they've had them at, like, GPs that I went to as side events. I know, we go big. We'd get, like, yeah. actual packs. and Yeah, the packs that I've played with at the random, like, GP side events and shit, I think the most notable one I had was, like, a modern, or not a ma- modern Masters, an Eternal Masters one, and I opened a Rashadden port out of it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But I had, like, by leaps and bounds, the most expensive card in the pack, or the, the most uh, most expensive pack in, in the, the list of packs. But so, uh, this one was yeah, different. Yeah, so my what were your three packs? Do you remember off the top of your head? Oh, fuck. Um, I can look them up. I know I had... I know you had Innistrad. I know I had original Innistrad. Oh, I had original Innistrad... I had War of the Spark, which was the newest one, and I had Shadowmore. Pretty good ones. Yeah. I ended up I uh, ended up with Time Spiral, yeah. Pyrexia, and Future Sight. I was trying to get the block, but Yeah, there were there were so many ben, people that almost had the block because they yeah. were like trading around. Ben actually did have the block. No, I thought he missed it by one because uh, Kevin was trading beforehand. Oh uh, yeah, he was yeah, missing, he missed it by uh, one. Stronghold, I think. <laughs> so, I mean, what are some other notable packs? I mean, there was... We had the Tempest block. Yeah, we had a lot of blocks were in the Chaos Draft. Well, yeah, that's how we had set it up. Yeah. Um, We had Shadowmore block. Yeah, yeah, Lorewind uh, block. We had Tempest block. We had... Rise of Eldrazi. Time Spiral. Um, The one with Apocalypse in it. And uh, what, Skirt? Not Skirt. Scourge and Onslaught. Scourge, yeah, Scourge Legion, Onslaught. Onslaught. Yep. We had that one. Um, also, one of the fucking packs that you could get were just two packs of Fallen Empires. <laughs> Legit, I think that was the best two packs, though. I mean, like, after I think... consideration, like, you being able to open up both of them and the cards that were in those packs in hindsight, like, fucking Christ, those were some powerful fucking were, magic cards. There were two Goblin Grenades. Yeah, and that wasn't even the, that wasn't in the uh, pack one pick one. The pack no. one pick one was the, uh, the enchantment that gives your creatures menace. Uh, yeah, goblin uh, war drums. Goblin war drums, which yeah, <laughs> turns yeah, out to duh. be. I got beat by that good. card round yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, it's real good. So it's for everybody listening. Uh, 
who doesn't know what Chaos Draft is. So it's just like a normal draft in Magic the Gathering, except for instead of drafting one set or one block or whatever, you just have random fucking packs. Specifically one of each pack. In one of each pack. Yeah, if you could, yeah. if you can handle that with your There's... budget, that, that's the ideal way to do it. There's no multiples. It ended up costing us seventy-five bucks. Yeah, we yeah we paid seventy-five bucks a piece, which was actually the most notable pack was probably the revised pack that yeah. Ben basically donated. He donated for us. So yeah, shout out to Ben Illig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a, a fucking revised pack, which in theory super fucking cool. In practice, like one of the uncommons was a four. Yeah, hot garbage. <laughs> generally, it's not great. It's basically dole or bust. But it was so cool that somebody got to open it. And I think the guy who opened it, like, he seemed like he was like really excited to open it, which was really fucking cool. And there was a nice like politic game to pass it around. Like that was awesome. Yeah. So uh, do you want me to explain how the pack picking selection yeah, went? Yeah, go for it. So we're all 10 people sitting in a draft pod. The first person picks a pack. And the it next... was at random too. Like you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't. Which pack you got. They were, they were in... all wrapped in a closed package. Yeah, like brown paper bags, yep. wrapped up, taped. So you didn't know what you were getting. You just picked one of these fucking things out and opened it up and then discovered what pack you picked. Yeah, there was a list of the packs, so we knew what packs we were drafting. But the first person picks a pack, opens it up. The second person can either steal that person's pack or get a random one. And it went around like that for the entire first set of packs. And so then yeah, again, we picked 10 packs and you could... Yeah, like you said, either steal somebody else's pack or pick a new one. And when you stole somebody else's pack, that person dipped their hand back into the bucket, pulled out another random pack, and then opened it up and whatever they got, they got. Yeah, and then the second round of packs was in a different order. It wasn't the same order. So the best place you wanted to be was picking last because you got the best pack. Out of those out 10 of those... packs that were opened, yeah. Yeah, so you do that three times, end up with your packs, and then you draft. Like a normal draft, take a card pass it around until no more cards are left. Because, like, out of those packs, considering how we opened up those, what were some of the notable packs that you remember opening out of the wrapper and then getting stolen from you? Because I believe, didn't you end up with the Innistrad pack that I had at the end of the draft? Yeah, you stole Innistrad. And I stole that from you. Um, Mitch stole Rise of Eldrazi off of me. And I, no, I stole Rise of Eldrazi off of you. Oh, and yeah, and then Mitch he stole, stole Rise from me. Yeah. And I got Innistrad from my random pack that after Mitch stole it, right? Yes. Yeah, because you never had... Because I could have I could have stolen Innistrad off you, but I chose not to. Correct. And I actually got New Pyrexia, which is arguably probably one of the better packs to open because you can... In the context any... of the draft, yeah, probably. Just because they have the Pyrexian mana and you can choose whatever fucking you want to and you're still wide open. Yeah, and, uh, and that fucking... <laughs> that pack was insane because i was sitting two down from you in the draft the you picked a card and then somebody else picked a card and then they got to me and i am looking at this pack and it is just straight fucking heaters back to back to back and i'm like how what how did you guys even pass these things well my pack one pick one i actually still have my deck together i just grabbed it hold on oh fuck let me go grab mine Can, monologue while i grab my deck yeah so my first pick was hold on i'm getting there guys bear with me a second I can fucking find it. Thundering Tantadon, which is a 5-4 for four colorless and Pyrexian green, Pyrexian green, artifact creature beast with trample. So it reads as a four mana colorless 5-4 trampler, which is awesome. I did pass the three. It was the white one, which is two colorless and a white Pyrexian, and it's 3-1 first strike. I figured there weren't going to be too many aggressive decks going around with all of just the randomness, so I chose a big beefy hitter that you can play in any deck. And that card made it around to me, because I picked that card out of the pack. And that card yeah. is good enough that it is in the Legacy and Vintage cube. Like, that yeah. card is very good. Yes, which um, the Thundering Tanadon won me games, because I yeah, had a lot but of... that card's very, very good. Every single card, at least creature card with Phyrexian mana in the cost from that pack, or from that set, was in that pack. Mm-hmm. The one notable one missing was Dismember, so yeah, that makes sense. But the pack actually came back to me, and I got a Pythe Driller, too, which is crazy good. It's a 5-mana, 4-colorless, and a black Pyrexian for a 2-4. When it enters the battlefield, put a minus 1, minus 1 counter on target creature, which is just really good. I had um, 
yeah, about regardless of the limited format, that card is yeah, playable. I had four two or three two mana mana dorks and one four mana mana dork. Well, not really a mana dork, it was a four mana three three that tapped for a green. But I was able to ramp out some big beefy guys relatively quickly. Pretty much every game. Yeah, your deck was sweet. Yeah, my deck I had some ra- I had a Wrathy Trapper, which is really good. So You know what I just realized? What's up? Oh, I have I, your deck. I was just up <laughs> looking for my deck. I'm like, where the fuck did it go? And I sat back down and was just like, oh wait, you have it because I left it at fucking Kevin's house. Yeah, it's right here. Hold on. I can grab that one too. God damn it. That's that's my fault for fucking being an idiot and leaving. I didn't shit even think places. of that. Oh, you picked up the uh, mirror to Oh no, that was from our pack war. So you I actually didn't look at... Oh, you did pick up the Price of Progress. I was a little I bit upset. the Price of Progress because I just wanted it because Legacy cards. I'm super upset that you didn't uh, pass me that giant Dust Wasp. I couldn't do it, man. That would have fit real nice in my deck. What does that card do for it's people a, out there? Because we are talking about some fucking really obscure cards right now. Well, this is from Planar Chaos, is which where they really made Suspend. So it's either five mana or... Suspend four for a white or a colorless and a green. It's a three three flyer, which is real good. Oh, that card is fucking nuts. I didn't end up playing green in that deck because I just didn't see it coming around. That's because I was taking all the good green stuff. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I saw it in pack. It was pack two. I saw it in pack one in no, like the first like Kev couple cards and then it dried up and then I saw it. But yeah, like you said, I saw it in big in pack two and I was like, fuck. And then that's when I took that card. And then in pack three, I was like, okay, I made the right decision. So what archetype did you play? I basically played black, green, good stuff. Like I had a fair amount of removal and then I backed it up with creatures, like big threats that you basically need to deal with or they will kill you. Yeah. And I played the good old fucking staple blue, white flyers. Yep. And you know what card was the fucking absolute all-star in all the games that I played? And you can pull it out, uh... Because I do not remember the name, but it's the, I think it's four mana and it's a two, two, but for a blue, you can turn it into an enchantment that attaches to a creature and gives it flying. Yeah, it's real fucky. And you can do that instant. <laughs> What's that card called? Gliding Lissid. Gliding Lissid. Anybody out there building a commander deck with that in it? Uh, I highly recommend it because that card was a fucking house. Holy shit. Did that card impress the fuck out of me? So what was that the best card in your deck? Um, arguably, I also had like the the two two flying first strike one, and then the uh, the flying three two. Like those Uh-oh. cards just just got in because there was like no answers to flyers, and I think I was taking pretty much all the flyers. So those were the ones that were getting me game wins. Yeah, you and Mitch, because Mitch had just two and three mana flyers backed up with tempo spells. The best card in my deck is from Mirrodin. Good old common bone splitter. Yeah, fucking Christ. Bone splitter is so sweet. It's a colorless artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two plus O and it equips for a colorless. And what's the mana cost on that boy? One. Yeah, he is good. That is a super good equipment in limited. Usually I fucking hate equipments in limited because there's bad, but that one is a standout. Yeah, it's a mana. Colorless mana. Wasn't that in Dominaria? I don't know. I know it's in Maraudin. Mirrodin. I think it was reprinted, I think, in Dominaria. At least a similar equipment to that, because I was like, oh yeah, we're back on this train. So, this wasn't the only chaotic part about the draft. It was not just the draft. So God, no. The Honestly, my favorite fucking part of the draft. Well, let's talk about our games before we talk about that, because that is the, the icing on the cake. How'd your games go? How'd you end up finishing? I ended up 2-2. Two and two. I lost uh, one game to... Uh, who did I lose to? I lost. Oh, did beef. you lose to Siege Rhino? Yeah, Siege Rhino. Because I also lost to Siege Rhino. <laughs> yeah, just some big fucking heavy hitters. Oh, homeboy had mono rares. It was Dave, wasn't it? Yeah, beef. David, friend of the podcast, David. Yeah. Shout out. He fucking spanked me around like I didn't know what I was doing. Oh my god, yeah, he crushed me. See, he just had like rare after rare after rare, and I was like, oh well, uh, yeah, I'm super dead, <laughs> and, the most dead. And then I lost to Kevin's deck, which was stupid one two drops with Goblin War Drums backed up by that removal spell that etwines that you can re- kill everything three or greater or three or less. Yeah, that card is so sweet. Like I had two four fours and a a three five. 
out and I had him. I was like, all right, we'll get fucked. And <laughs> it turns out you, he, he didn't just get fucked. Yeah. He just, took you were like, the one getting fucked. Yeah. He took 11 to the dome and I was like, okay, that's ballsy. And then he sweeps, plays two creatures, like two one ones or whatever. Yeah. His deck was all just shitty creatures. And then followed up that up with an equipment that gave plus two plus O and menace. But then he also played the goblin war drums, yeah, which you gave everything menace with that. So he just basically smacked me for three every turn until I died. And Kevin was my round one opponent. And our game ended with him winning 1-0. Yeah. You didn't because our decks were too. so like perfectly matched up against each other where he was just playing these fucking like little shitty one ones. And I'm just playing things with a two toughness and just in, in abundance. And we stood there just staring at each other. Our game one took like 35, 40 minutes. Yeah, you guys weren't even close to finishing game two. He also no. gained. He had that pacifism that gains a life every fucking turn. Yeah, that and... was a beating. He was playing the red-white, classic red-white life gain deck. <laughs> life, life gain aggro, yeah. Yeah, you know, as it goes. That and, uh, what is it, Soul Warden, I think? When a creature enters, you gain yeah, a life. <laughs> he had Soul Warden in his deck. <laughs> Dude, that, that card killed me. Yeah, because it's fucking ridiculous. Like, because he plays at turn one, and you're like, oh, I'd never have to deal with this ever because it's stupid and shitty. And then <laughs> five turns later, you're like, oh, Kevin's at 30, and I'm dead. Yeah. That card. <laughs> fucking Kevin. Got him. Yeah. You next leveled us with Soul Warden. <laughs> yeah. And Goblin War Drums. God damn it. Yeah, fucking that draft was... I, I don't know if I said this or not, but I ended fucking one and three, uh, losing to Kevin, 1-0, Losing to Siege Rhino, because that card's brutal. And I lost to Ben, because Ben's deck was fucking unreal. He was the one who ended up winning the entire thing. No, Kev beat him in the finals, but he ended up winning. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so Ben's deck was... What's that fucking artifact? You'll remember the name. Uh, The one that only two creatures can be at play at one time? Equilibrium. No, 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 no. It's the artifact that works with equilibrium. Oh, fuck. I can't remember what it is. Trying to think. Yeah, but the artifact, the gist of it is, um, and it's super fucking old, but only two creatures can be on the battlefield at one time. Any other creature that is played gets exiled underneath this artifact, and when the artifact leaves, all the creatures get to come back in. But I had no fucking artifact removal because I just didn't see any of it. There was no, like, disenchants floating around. I two things that got rid of artifacts because I figured that would be... There was three... Uh, like Darkstill, Maraud, and the Pyrexia sets. The only ones that I had but, were like the weird ones that were like destroy target artifact creature that I scooped up late because I was like, oh, there could be some of these floating around because I've seen some of them in the packs, but I didn't but, get anything that said just specifically straight up destroy target artifact. Uh, I gotcha. But, ben played yeah. blue-black control. Did, yeah. He just killed you with shitty creatures. Yeah, it he, was fucking awesome. His he, deck packed, was... he packed one, picked one, equilibrium, which is... Colorless blue blue enchantment. Whenever you successfully cast a creature spell, you may pay one to return target creature to its owner's hand. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, how do you beat that card in fucking chaos draft? You don't. you don't. Yeah, you don't. You just you just fucking don't. It's awesome. God damn it. That would that that honestly goes down as probably the most fun chaos draft I've ever played in my entire life. Yeah. So and- how did the, how did somebody win this chaos draft? So the winner received a scrubland, a revised yeah. scrubland. So in the pack, Kev wrote every or Kev wrote every single pack down on a piece of paper, folded up, shuffled them up in a hat or whatever, drew one, did not look at it, put it and in a case, it into a fucking yes, put it in a case, and then like wrapped the case so he couldn't see what it was. And the winner picked that, and whoever had gotten that pack. Won the Scrubland. Yeah, so... <laughs> Your record so didn't mean the actual winner shit. of the draft was... The only thing that they really won was the ability to open up this fucking, like, little sealed package. And the real winner was whoever opened the pack during the draft that was written on that white sheet of paper inside the winner's fucking package. Yes. <laughs> Kevin ended up going 4-0, but Ben, who went 3-1... and was the person who won the scrub line. Yeah, that which is hysterical to me. Yeah, it's real funny. Yeah, and I love how the this chaos draft, the fucking first prize, that was a fucking scrub land. It was a fucking <laughs> revised list card, a dual land, was just picked arbitrarily 
through just sheer chance. Oh yeah, all the the money that we put in went to the packs pretty much. Yeah, essentially the packs paid for themselves, except for the donated pack by Ben again. Shout out Ben, which I mean he doesn't do shout out because he ended up winning it in the fucking end anyway. So <laughs> like a badass, yeah. Yeah, of course he did. That's so funny that he he, he fucking donated the revised pack and then just won a revised dual land out of it anyway. Serendipitous brother. Yeah, fucking a. You know what that fucking revised dual land would go really really well in. What is this going to be a fucking real smooth transition? I feel it coming. Yeah, it's it would go pretty well in a commander deck. Ooh. <laughs> so the big hot button issue of this week in Magic the Gathering was the spoilers for Commander 2019. So at this point, we have the full deck lists for all four decks. And th- the names of the four decks are Faceless Mercy, which is the Soltai morph deck. We have Mystic in- Intellect, which is the uh, Jeskai uh, like flashback deck, I guess. Um, we have <laughs> Primal Genesis, which is the uh, Naya Populate deck. And we have Merciless Rage, which is the Rakdos Madness. What are you, how are you feeling about these so far? Well, now that we have the entire deck list available to us, are there any real standout ones to you? Well, you know me. I, I'm a big fan of Soul Tie. So yeah, you're, you, Soul Tie is your identity. So I lean pretty heavy toward that. But I don't think those are the best decks or potentially the best deck. I think out of the group, Soul Tie, the Soul Tie deck, the Soul Tie Morph one, is is probably the least appealing to me as a player. Yeah, I'm not sure what's all in there. I think the actual best deck and one that sounds the most fun to me is actually the Madness, deck, the black red one. Yeah, we were talking uh, before today when they released the deck list, and I think you and me are just going to fucking split the cost on that Rakdos deck, and you're going to take out the pieces that are like actually good cards, and I'm going to take out the pieces that are just, just the crazy Madness cards. Because no, we're drafting right my fucking We're going to buy it, and then we're going to draft it. You pick a card, <laughs> I pick a card. Is that you what you want to do? card, I pick a card. We're just going to open up the deck and just take out fucking one card and then pass it to the other person, and they take out a card? You're goddamn right we are. I'm totally into that, actually. That seems fucking awesome. <laughs> well, are there any cards? Let's go through deck by deck. Let's start it with the Soul Tie one. Are there any cards in the Soul Tie deck that you are really fucking excited about? Uh, Volrath the Shape Stealer. Yeah, that card is sweet. That's one of the uh, like auxiliary commanders, isn't it? Yeah. That's not the face value commander. That's no, he's of, uh, he's like the additional commander. Yeah, he's sweet. What does he do? Um, he is two black, green, blue for a seven five legendary creature shapeshifter. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put a minus one minus one counter on up to one target creature, and it has another little line of text here. For one colorless mana, until your next turn, Volrath the Shapeshifter becomes a copy of target creature with a counter on it. A counter, not doesn't specify what kind of counter, except yeah. it's a 7-5 and has this ability. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That is actually really, really fucking powerful. Combo! Yeah, that does sound like a combo piece, but also, like, it doesn't say you can only do it at sorcery speed. It doesn't say you can only do it once a turn. Like, that's what makes this card a fucking absolute powerhouse, right? Yes. Plus, any creature with a counter on it, there's a lot of Megamorph stuff, so... Yeah. You get you're, you're, that's actually there. a really good point. I did not think about that before. And it's not like you're playing black and green. There's infinite fucking ways to put counters on it, whether they be plus one, plus one, minus one, minus one, anything like that. There's infinite fucking ways that you can put counters on things in these color combinations. Yeah, even... Like, well, it does it itself, too, so... Yeah, yeah, but, but in can... addition to his just ability that does it in the upkeep, he can just do fucking ridiculous shit. Yeah, you can... Well, not only that, you get to just slowly chip away at something or things or pick off X1s for literally yeah. free. Yeah, you just get to fucking... He's He can he by himself can be either just a straight-up removal spell or can bring something at least down to the size where it's manageable. Yeah. One of the big things I was excited to see, and we mentioned it last week, this deck has Seaborn Muse. Yeah, it's a cool little reprint. I love seeing shit like Seaborn Muse. And like this deck also has Thran Dynamo in it and uh, Strionic Resonator in it. Like those, those cards are integral to Commander, in my opinion. 
And if they're going to print them, these sets need to be the ones that print them. As yeah, far as the new cards are concerned that I that I saw from this deck that I am really into, just because it's was such a goofy card and I'd love I love its flavor and its its design, it's thought sponge. So it is a three and a blue for a one one creature with flash. The creature and type is sponge, just so yeah, you know. Yeah, the creature type is sponge. I wonder how many sponges there are in magic. All the changelings. <laughs> okay, I guess so. I wonder how many true sponges are in Magic the Gathering. Fucking one. <laughs> You're looking at it. Probably. Well, this one lonely sponge says that it, a thought sponge enters the battlefield with a number of plus one plus one counters on it equal to the greatest number of cards an opponent has drawn this turn. And then when it dies, draw cards equal to its power. Jeez, man, this card is fucking awesome. And you know what card this this you know what deck this card goes in? That blue green fucking god deck that you have. My or fucking blue green Krufix deck. My Krufix, fucking bread and it. butter. My commander baby. It is just a deck built around having a bunch of mana and playing a bunch of fucking blue draw spells with X in it and just drawing a million cards. This card fits like a fucking glove in that deck. Uh, this is a another reprint that's actually a pretty good card in Commander. Yeah, strong. Yeah, Starionic Resonator. Or Resonator. Yeah. I love that card, man. And shit like that, like, those cards are what makes Commander decks so powerful and so cool. I am a real advocate for people in Commander playing cards that are really off the wall. But then there's cards like Starionic Resonator that I'm just like, oh, man. That you card just makes for really cool interactions. Card. Yeah. You have to have some, like, legitimately good cards that can do some dumb shit. Hell yeah. Well, I'd, I think we both agree that the uh, the Faceless Mercy deck is probably the worst out of the group. Yeah, I would say so. So let's move on to the the Jeskai list. The Mystic Intellect. It's the uh, the Flashback deck. This deck is probably another one that I am pretty excited about. The cards in it are right up my fucking alley. Like, they reprinted Sun Titan in this motherfucker. I love me some Sun Titan. Yeah, it's a good card. And they printed, like, they reprinted Talrand. Talrand's a fucking guy. He's a fucking absolute stud. I love that card. Which one? Oh, yeah, the make a 2-2 idiot every time. Yep, you whenever you cast a instant or sorcery spell, you make a 2-2 Drake with flying. And, like, they threw a, a fucking gutter slot or gutter snipe. <laughs> gutter snipe. Just casually deals a shitload of damage. Yeah, gutter Snipe is just a fucking cool card, man. I just, I've always loved Gutter Snipe. And there's, like, you know, the casual fucking reprint of C- Crackling Drake because we needed some some Guilds of Ravnica reprints already. Yeah, just some additional copies of that sucker. <laughs> uh, one of the cool things from the Jeskai deck is actually, we were talking about this the other day. Where the fuck are ye? Are you talking about one of the commanders? Yeet. Oh, yeah. I'm real into fucking... It's America Incarnate, I believe you put it as. Yeah, the fucking wall. It's right there. There she is. Yeah, the fucking, the the America wall fucking <laughs> commander. Oh, this Jesus Christ. Talk has... about a fucking absolutely fucking blatant joke made by Wizards of the Coast. Like, they couldn't have made it more obvious, right? It's so, I like it. It's a cool it's design. It's so on the nose. It's, I am like tiptoeing the fine line between thinking that this is it's just two on the nose. Blizzard's fucking around. And it just being a fucking work of art. <laughs> it's so wild that they made this card. So the card that we're talking about is Premacon. Is that is that how you'd say that? Premacon? Premacon, yeah. Yeah, Premacon Sky Rampart. And it is a fucking red, white, and a blue for a legendary wall. <laughs> a bad motherfucking wall when the wall enters the battlefield you choose right or left and you can only attack towards the chosen color or towards the chosen uh direction jesus that's hilarious christ (laughs) like are you kidding me wizards you really right now have to make a fucking america colored wall that you have to pick left or fucking right to attack are you like really that's that's so ridiculous. I think it's great. Oh, I love it. I, I, I honestly, I, at this point, I am. At first, when I saw it, I was like, "That's so stupid." Jesus the art Christ, too. That's dumb. Just by the way, this art is fucking amazing. Oh, the art is fabulous too. You can't. It looks take like it. you're. You just fucking smoke DMT and you're <laughs> getting 
skyrocketed to another trip the gathering on this yeah. fucking magic card. Um, this I, I'm gonna cut you off there. I don't know what fucking deck this one is, but this card is ridiculous. That's the Jeskai deck. The Dockside Extortionist. Yeah, the Gobo Pirate. The fuck. So for those of you who haven't seen it, it's a colorless and a red for a 1-2 Goblin Pirate. When it enters the battlefield, create X treasure tokens, where X is the number of artifacts and enchantments your opponents control. Treasure token, you can sacrifice to dead any color. Yeah, yeah, R-80. is some hardcore fucking ramp. For also, two mana. the fucking flavor text, a small price to keep such pretty things safe, is so good. I think this is going to be the most expensive card out of all of these. You think so? Really? Yes, I do. Can I get your rationale behind that? It ramps super fast. What are the first couple turns in Commander? Commander? Yeah, it, what are, I mean, they're... You're playing they're mana rocks. Max, they're, yeah, they're mana rocks. You, yeah, that's actually you know a really fucking good point. Can You're I also going... go on a little bit of a fucking side tangent on this? Do whatever you want to do, buddy. Fuck, man. The fact that fucking Channel Fireball got this card and didn't do a goddamn thing, but a fucking tweet regarding it is absolutely infuriating. Because when I saw this card, I was like, holy shit, this card is really fucking neat. Like the Goblin. flavor on it. The fucking Goblin Lore podcast. They're the... fucking up, man. That's what I'm saying. Fucking, Not there are... An... Shout out to Goblin Lore. They're great. Not them fucking up. Wizards fucking up. Just yeah, no, no. I'm saying like just, yeah, shout out to Goblin Lore. They're great. Even if they didn't get this, they could have given this card to anybody else. Give Channel Fireball the fucking Thran Dynamo because they're going to make a fucking killing on Thran Dynamo selling because that card is something that people actually want to buy. This card has so much flavor and is so fucking cool that it did not get a fucking video or a fucking little like short mini podcast episode or at least a more justice than a fucking tweet is such horseshit. Like if in the next spoiler season, if Fetch and Chalk doesn't get a fucking spoiler, we're riding. I'm fucking done. <laughs> we're taking our 52 followers and riding in the streets. Um, 55. Oh, sorry. Shit. We're moving up in the world. I think if we get, if we get to 60 by the next time they have spoiler season, that's going to be, that's going to be our mark. They're gonna give us a spoiler at that point. Oh, that's the move. But yeah, this Jess guy, this Jess guy deck seems uh, pretty cool. I am borderline considering buying this one because some of the cards in it really fucking spark my interest. So the next one on the list is the uh, the Primal Genesis one. That is the Naya Populate one. This one is also right up my fucking alley. Like, this is something that I love doing. Making fucking tokens, doing a bunch of fucking degenerate populate shit, having a bunch of just dumb white creatures or green creatures or red creatures. That is 100% my shit. Any notable ones from this one that you think are uh, worth mentioning? Yeah, uh, probably one of my favorite cards from this commander set, I guess you would call it. Oh, and the second I saw this, I looked at it, I was like, oh, this has Matt's name written all over it. Yeah, it's actually a Naya creature, which is bullshit, but... Yeah, the color combination is not you, but the ability is 1,000%. Yeah, so it is Atla Palani, I guess you would call it. Nest Tender. And then it is one red, green, white for a 2-3 legendary human shaman. And for two colorless, tap it, create a 0-1 green egg creature token with Defender. Yeah, pretty innocuous. Pretty innocuous. Yeah. But what could possibly come from an egg? You whenever ask? an egg you control dies, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card. Put that card onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Do you know what card that is? That sounds a bit like Oath of Druids, my man. Nope, that is an upgraded version of Oath of Druids. You're right. It is an upgraded version because Oath puts the cards in your graveyard and this one does not. So I instantly was like, how can I fucking break this yeah you yeah you immediately went to degenerate central on this one and fucking took it over the edge you can just make fucking green egg creatures you can make a an oh one green egg fucking play a wrath of god or something and voila you have a big beefy idiot who can just kill stuff yeah my idea was like a like a pyroclasm or like sweltering suns or something if pyroclasm would be ideal because it doesn't kill your your commander but yeah. it does kill the eggs and then you just you just flip from the top of your library until you hit, you know, fucking Emer- Emerald or something. <laughs> just, yeah, some other big idiot. idiot. Or, there's a lot of big 
And you don't even have to do that. You could do like Sun Titans and stuff for value or... Yeah, you could just do cool... Sh- you, you, and you know what I just fucking thought of? What's this? How many fucking dragons in Magic create egg tokens? Quite a few, yeah. Yeah, so this guy isn't the only... Or this this lady isn't the only creature that creates egg tokens and her ability triggers on every egg. Yeah, it doesn't specify what kind of egg. Just a fucking egg. It's not just regular old green eggs. It's it's red eggs. It's it's every kind of egg. That's a fucking Naya eggs. I love that card. I'm surprised that this card wasn't the flagship one. Well, bro, you can make fucking egg tokens, and then you can populate to make more fucking egg tokens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why was this card not one of the ones that they thought, like, this this should be on the front of the box? This should be the extra large foil one that comes out, because this card is the B's fucking knees. I wonder what the... See, it would be cool. Don't get me wrong, I love this card. I think it would be more flavor if when the eggs hatched quote unquote or died you get like a fucking three three or four four dinosaur or something or something that yeah. like scales. well i mean that's the typical egg thing right like when it, yeah. when it when it dies you get like a three three dragon or something well i guess when the fucking eggs die mama dino comes and fucks some shit up or whatever laid those eggs yeah i mean you could do dinos but also you could do big spaghetti monsters yeah you could also do what's that zolata zolata oh is that the fucking big old dragon no, no, Zolata's the dino, the nine nine. Or yeah, not the yeah, they're not the dragon, the dinosaur. Which it's what's the, the difference dragon, between the dragon yeah. and the dinosaur? Wings? No, there's dinosaurs that have wings. Are you talking about Zatalpa? Zatalp? No, is that the nine mana one? The primal dawn? No, no. Oh, you think it's Zagana? Zagana. The Nile one. Mm-hmm. That when it enters the battlefield, you untap all of your lands. Yeet. Yeah, that card is fucking sweet. Well, there is the Zatalpa. It's in this deck. It's the. Uh, Seven mana, four, eight, one that has flying, double strike, vigilance, trample, and indestructible. Like, that's just in this deck. Yeah, and you could do something like, you don't have to go degenerate. You could just play value. Yeah, you could just play cool fucking creatures. And, like, this card, it just facilitates so many different decks. You could play the Kiki-Jiki combo. (laughs) Of course, yep, that's where you went. Resto Angel Kiki. Yeah, that's only you Those could be the only two creatures you play. (laughs) Just make two eggs win. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And Matt broke it. (laughs) Within two seconds, Matt broke it. (laughs) We did it. You know, it's another card in this deck that I absolutely love. And you know that this is one of the cards that I love. What's that? Fucking Stormherd, baby. Where is that? I was looking for that and I didn't see it. (laughs) So Stormherd for all you out there is 10 mana. It is eight and two white. And you create X11 flying pegasus creatures where x is your life total i love it i absolutely fucking adore don't you start at 40 life in commander yeah turns out yeah your life total is uh significantly mm, higher just about double in commander just about fuck yeah and before we move on to the next one i just want to say that these commander decks just looking at the deck lists seem like they have a lot more thought put into the the decks themselves. Yeah, there's a lot more previous iteration. I don't know if that has something to do with maybe the play design team or something going on, or maybe it's just, they've done these so many times that now they're just, they're just refining their ability to, to build these decks, but they're awesome. Like each deck has a planeswalker in it and all the planeswalkers make sense. Yeah. They fit in pretty well. Yeah. And all the cards, they just, they all fit so well together and there's not ones that are blatant outliers or just like, Oh, this is, Obviously, just a reprint as a fan service. No, even the even the reprints in these are are relevant cards, and they're reprinting the uh, the rare lands from what were they Zendikar? Not Zen, not original Zendikar, but uh, Battle for Zendikar. Yeah, the the basic lands, if you will. Yeah, the ones that uh, yeah the battle lands where they enter tapped unless you control uh, two or more of one of the land types that it is, and they actually have the land type, so they're fetchable. Those are yeah. just a natural fit for things like Commander 2, which feels really, really good. These Commander decks, shout out to Wizards. They didn't totally blow this one. It These decks make sense. They did it. Yeah, fuck yeah, good for them. Well, let's move on to the to the final Commander deck, the one that makes sense to us, because we're, we're, we're both kindred spirits when it comes to fucking things like this. The red-black madness deck. It is Merciless Rage. Yeah, so this deck, this deck is this just deck using is the madness mechanic, which is whenever you discard it, you can pay an alternate cost, and you cast it as you're discarding it. Well, you discard it, it's exiled, 
and then you may pay it for its mana cost, I believe is how that actually works. Yes, yeah. It, when you discard it, it puts an ability on the stack, and then that when that ability is on the stack, that's when you can pay the mana. I'm a super genius. But even, so. even that, like, this deck isn't just, like, hyper-focused on madness stuff. It has just a bright, just a random discard. I wouldn't say random. It has a discard theme to it that makes it feel more than just a stupid madness deck. Like, it has a lot of play to it, which I really, really appreciate. Yeah, for sure it does. Yeah, like, Magus of the Wheel is a reprint in this. Like, fuck yeah, that card is fucking amazing. Yeah, just grab some value from your, your Wheel of Fortune effect. Yeah, they printed a fucking uh, Waste Knot creature. It's just Waste Knot, and it it's costs just four colors a and a black, and it's a 4-4, four, four. yep. Yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. What about, are there any cards that you were, you're particularly feeling from this this deck? Yeah, I like this fucking dude. It's Krik. <laughs> I think that's exactly how I pronounce it, too. Son Krik. Of, yeah, Son of Yogmoth. It's four Pyrexian Black, Pyrexian Black, Pyrexian Black. For a legendary horror minion, it's a 2-2 two, two, lifelink. For each black in a cost, you may pay two life rather than pay that mana. So it gives all your black spells that actually have a black mana symbol, Pyrexian. Yeah, that's that's that is a literally built for degenerate card. Yeah. And then whenever you cast a black spell, put a one one counter on Krik, Krik. Son Son of Yagma. Oh, fuck man. Yeah, that card that card can get silly pretty fucking quickly. Yep, if you have any ramp you can play it on turn three, two, depending on what you Soul Ring, you can play this sucker on turn two. And yeah, then play some nice. Uh, like Pyrexian Obliterator for eight life, which I mean is a, is honestly considering that card pretty good rate. And yeah. you start with forty life, so it's it's barely a drop in the bucket for something that powerful. I see this card just a mono black devotion commander. Yeah, this is a this is a nice kind of interesting take on the mono black commander because I've seen the mono black commander idea in so many iterations over the years. This guy is a unique take on what that deck can possibly. And it has lifelink, and if you're gaining... There's a lot of black cards that you just gain absorbent amounts of life. Yeah, like, you could really fucking do some damage with just this guy. Like, this guy has a real ability to kill with commander damage, and that's not even, I don't think, the intention. No, it's definitely not the intention, but it works. Yeah, fuck yeah, it does. One of the cards that I'm really excited about, and it was spoiled by uh, Pleasant Kenobi, actually, it was Wildfire Devils. I don't know if you saw this one. I don't think so. I'm going to look for it while you're reading it. Okay, so it is Wildfire Devils is a four mana, three and a red for a creature devil. It is a four two. And whenever it enters the battlefield, I don't know if this is actually in this deck or not, but this is a card. But <laughs> whenever Wildfire Devil enters the battlefield at the beginning of your upkeep and at the beginning of your upkeep, choose a player at random. That player exiles an instant or sorcery card from their graveyard. Copy that card. You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. I would think that's in the Jeskai deck. It might be, but I just love this card. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is because it fucking enters the battlefield, and at end step it triggers, and that part is random, but then that player gets to choose the card, so there's this weird level of like, okay, like if you hit this, I want this, and I'll do this. Like It adds a nice level of politics, and that's exactly what uh, Kenobi hits on his spoiler video for this is that it is such a cool, random politic card. It's just such an awesome fucking add-in for, for this set. Yeah, definitely pretty cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. Another notable card was Chainer, just because he is a fucking awesome character in the lore. It's uh, Chainer Nightmare Adept. He's four mana, two black, red. He's a three, two creature human minion. And you discard a card, and you may cast a creature card from your graveyard this turn. You can only do that once each turn. And whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, if it if it wasn't cast from your hand, it gains haste. You know what's really cool about this card? What? It doesn't exile at the end of turn or if it mm -mm. leaves play. No, I love it. Yeah, you just get to, you know, just casually cast some things. No big deal. And this, this kind of plays into both the kind of creature recursion themes and the madness theme. Yeah, exactly. That's what, it, and that's what I really liked about this deck is that there's a bunch of different axes that it's trying to to play on, and I think it plays on every single one of them 
well. It's not like they focused really hard on one and just like made a sub theme in the other. Every single thing that this deck is trying to do, it does in a really cool, unique way, and it does it in a way that is going to functionally play very well. Oh, fucking Christ. What? You can add you can add a curse to the list of curses. <laughs> well, Sorry, too bad I, I, the curses aren't gonna make it on to the to the next time we play that game. Sorry, I just I couldn't resist. I just I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so the next time we play uh, Knowledge Pool, I will not be using the curses, so you can go ahead and just forget that that card was ever printed. <laughs> so I guess we should your, read the card uh, if we're talking about it, right? No, fuck that. They can look it up. <laughs> okay, so there's a new curse. It's black. Um, if you need the name, it's Curse of Fool's Wisdom. <laughs> look it up if, you, if you're interested in that. It's actually a madness curse. Oh, classic madness curse. Gets them every time. Ooh, that would go in some wheel decks too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so like like you said, we're we're probably going to end up buying we were going to end up both probably buying the Merciless Rage deck. Yeah. But I'm first gonna of all, it. we're going to buy one copy of it between the two of us and we're going to draft it cuz that sounds like a fucking blast. Yeah, I do. For sure, I do. You think about picking up any other ones? Uh, probably the Naya one, honestly. Really? Yeah, I want this dude. You just the, want the, the egg? The egg maker, yeah. Egg master. I'm thinking about picking up the Jeskai one. Do you want to do this? Do you just want to split getting all the fucking commander decks and drafting all of them? Oh my god. I actually do want to do that. Seems fun. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking blast. I just, just I want the Jeskai one because I think it would be a good shell to make a uh, like America-themed politics deck with that wall being the thing. I want to be able to play all of the cards from Conspiracy that have like Will of the Council on it, like Council of Judgment and shit, I think that deck would be so much fun, and I can't think of a better commander than the fucking America-colored wall. Yeah, this seems, it seems pretty cool. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm into that. I'll definitely buy some of these. I like buying these things, like... Yeah, I mean, you never really lose money on them if you can find them at MSRP, and there's always a time where you're just with your fucking buddies, and yeah. you're just, oh, what, well, we're sick of playing Modern because Modern's a fucking shit show. We don't play Standard because Standard's the fucking worst format ever. Uh our buddy over here doesn't have a fucking legacy deck. And uh, it turns out none of us are the fucking six people that play vintage. So we got to fire up a game of commander. It's actually and, fun buying these, leaving them up and just playing them as they are sometimes. Yeah. Especially this one. Like I was saying before, this one seems really well built. So really? this, this one, as far as the ones I've seen in the past years, this one seems like the one that is, or this series is the one that is most likely to just be open the box, shuffle it up, play it and it's going to play very well that's another thing if you ever want to get into commander just buy one of these decks and you can oh my God. make yeah, slight fuck, upgrades go to, go over to time. walmart or target i would love to see people fucking like just go and support their local game stores but i can't tell you the last time i was at a local game store and one of these wasn't like ten dollars above msrp yeah for sure So go buy go buy singles from your lgs and go to your fucking local target or walmart or fucking kmart or something and, and buy one of these at MSRP because it's a hundred times out of a hundred times going to be worth it. Yeah. Go buy this at Walmart and then go buy the singles to upgrade it at the LGS at your, yeah. At your local game store, please do that. Cause that would be great. And you're helping out the community and you're helping out small businesses. And also you're getting to play more magic, which is always a fucking good thing. Yeah. You're not wrong. So wow, what are What's out of your the overall blue. impression of these? The fucking oh, I think they're I think they're fucking out of the park. They're this honestly might be one of my and I'm not big 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 on Commander. Like I don't have like 15 fucking Commander decks like some people, and I can't sit there and talk about Commander for hours and hours and hours, even though we just pretty much did. I'm not the biggest Commander fan. These ones, just looking at them, got me really excited for Commander, which doesn't happen often. Yeah, they seem fun. I would say yeah, out of out of ten, this is like an eight and a half nine out of ten. Yeah, I'd, I'd get about that. Yeah, There's big fan. cool, unique cards. Yeah, and the reprints are solid. Like, we got, like, Solemn reprint. We got Chaos Warp reprint, which always needs a reprint. Chaos Warp's, like, such an incredible fucking card. Yeah, relevant reprints, really fucking cool new cards, and actually out-of-the-box playable decks. What more could you fucking ask from Interset, right? Beta. No, not a beta, goddamn thing. Beta basics. <laughs> All right, may, maybe next time. All right, well... Oh. We get a couple more things to cover before we move into our game. First of which, Matt, you just watched, I guess, the first half of it before we started the show. I did. What we did you found, think? We have a new little uh, segment, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could call it a segment. Maybe just a new little, a new little aspect of uh, the content that you can expect from 
the Fetch and Shock boys. Uh, so I diligently worked for the past few days to put together a our very first video offering in the form of a YouTube video. And it is now available as of like an hour ago. It is now available for you to watch on the YouTube. If you just go on there and search Fetch and Shock MTG, same shit that you type in when you fucking go on Twitter or anything else, you'll be able to find us on the YouTube. There's one video up there and it is me playing my fucking bread and butter, Death and Taxes and Legacy. No comment on that part, but the video part's cool. Uh, and well, I mean, come I, actually, on. I actually had some good laughs. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that was the point. So I, for those of you out there thinking, oh, well, I don't play Legacy. I don't fucking give a fuck about death and taxes. I don't do this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the idea behind these, the video series that we're going to end up doing, we're going to try to hopefully do one a month. I'm going to try to get Matt on board with it, too. And we're going to maybe hopefully do some drafts with the Legacy Cube uh, we have a couple other ideas that we've been tossing around that we're going to keep on the DL for now until those come to fruition. But we want to make videos that So stay are, tuned, motherfuckers. Yeah, fucking, yeah, keep a goddamn eye out. We can't just give you everything. You have to do at least some kind of fucking work, you lazy bastards. Son of a bitches. <laughs> but our, yeah, our idea is to make content that is entertaining. I don't want to be the fucking guy on YouTube making fucking legacy videos, legacy, especially legacy death and taxes videos. For people who only play like Legacy Death and Taxes and expect people to show up and watch it, thinking they're going to learn something. So this yeah, deck is not for Legacy players. Well, this deck is for everybody. It's not just for Legacy players. It's not just for Death and Taxes players. It's something that if you don't know the deck or you don't know Legacy, you can jump in and you can get something out of it. If you do know Legacy and you do know Death and Taxes, you can jump in and also get something out of it. That's the point is to make it so everybody can just watch it fucking have a good laugh, have a good time, and then fucking move on with it. Yep, perfect, you did it. And hopefully I fucking reached the mark. So if you go on and watch that, please, if you like it, fucking give a like on the video and fucking subscribe because there's going to be more things coming down that pipeline. Um, And fucking jump on the Twitter, at Fetch underscore Shock, you know what it is. And fucking let us know because if there's something that you would want to see out of us in a video content context, we'll fucking do it. We got fucking infinite time. All we have is time. That's all life is, man. Yeah, fucking just time until we fucking die. And then so, after time, that, I promise I will not be producing any more Legacy Death and Taxes contact when I'm dead. Time is relevant. So welcome to the Fetch and Shock Philosophy Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you alluded to a a new giveaway here soon. Yeah, I, so I posted on the Twitter trying because we were fucking dangerously close. I think we were at like 48 followers. Um and I said, hey, we're very close to that. And if we get up to 50, we should probably do another giveaway. And you motherfuckers came out in full force and we got well over 50. Um, but keep going also, you fucking assholes. Tell your friends, tell your fucking family, get your fucking your ex-wife and your mistress in there. Fucking have them follow us. All this shit. Kids, if you have kids, make them a Twitter. <laughs> follow us on Twitter with your kids Twitter. Come on, fucking get on it. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to do another giveaway. So I was looking through my collection um, thinking of things that I would be willing to part with. I don't fucking really give a fuck about any of the, my cars except for my legacy ones. Um, and me and Matt were talking before about things that we could possibly give away. And considering our fucking name is Fetch and Shock, what is better to give away than Fetches and Shocks? Touche, sir. I mean, we didn't break that the first time we gave away a Fetch Land. Oh my god, I just realized that. The first time we did. Okay, so... That we're, we set a precedent with that, and we're going to continue on with that. So uh, keep an eye out on the Twitter. I'm probably going to post it tomorrow. We're going to give away a Bloodstained Mire and a Watery Grave. And the Bloodstained Mire is from fucking Cons of Tarkir. The Watery Grave is from Return to Ravnica, if anybody's interested in the printing. If you care about it, good job on being a good person. But if not... <laughs> And you win and you're like bitching about it. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, you can fucking drive over here to my house. I'm not going to give you my address on air, but you can DM me for it and you can. I'll give it to you. Do you want it? (laughs) If you could rattle off my address just on the podcast right now without looking it up, I would be genuinely. Uh, I definitely have to look it up. But me and Matt will talk off off air about the exact qualifications you're going to need to meet in order to fucking enter for this. But it's going to be something along the lines of you got to retweet the fucking tweet. You got to do and probably do something else because we want you guys to get involved and do things. 
we're not just gonna give away free shit with you just fucking having to press a button. So you got to challenge the champ try, in a nerds. butterfly drawing contest. Oh my god, can I give a card away to myself? Because there's no <laughs> way anybody's gonna fucking beat me. I've been practicing. <laughs> After that fucking tweet that I had, you you saw that and you were like, oh oh god, boy ain't fucking around. This is the champion. You step my butterfly drawing game up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be friends anymore. I don't even want to be friends with myself, to be honest. <laughs> All right. So that that's our orders of business that we needed to get to before the part that everybody only sticks around for. So without further ado, let's move on to the game. What game? Oh, we're going to we're going to play a little game that I like to call accumulated knowledge. Oh, this you said week... the game. I thought you meant the rapper. Oh, fuck me. No, 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 no. Fuck it. No, we're going to that's. But no, I'm talking about the game that we play every week. I don't know if you remember this, Matt. I know you have short-term memory loss. Nah, oh, bring it, bitch. You want to explain <laughs> the game? I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a brief explanation. So we're going to be playing Accumulated Knowledge this week. This is the game where I hit the random button on Scryfall. It brings up a random card. I say the name to Matt, and he has to give me the mana cost of the card. Matt, are you fucking ready? Probably. So the first card is Villagers of Estwald. Oh, this is for Ministrad. It might be. Oh, shit. Hold on. I know this. It's definitely for Ministrad because it uh, transforms. It's either white or green. Do you think so? Yeah. Huh. Oh, it could be red. Shit. Interesting. Do I have to give you the color or just the mana cost? Oh, my God. You have to give me the whole fucking thing, dude. You fucking know how to play this game. It's been 12 episodes at this point. <sighs> <laughs> the sigh makes me feel so good. I'm you have no it. idea. No, I know it's from Innistrad. I'm gonna guess two something. Two in a red? No. No, 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 no. Two in a green. Two in a green. Two in a green? It's common, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure about that? Final answer. Final answer. It is two in a green. From Innistrad, isn't it? You're a fucking freak. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely two in a green. And it is a flip card. Yeah, villagers I don't know of, what it does, but... Villagers of Aswald is two and a green. It's a creature, human, werewolf. And at the beginning of each upkeep, if no spells were cast last turn, transform it. So the typical fucking werewolf text. Oh, and the in, flip if, side is yeah, how packed of Estwald. And it turns into a 4-6. And if two spells were cast, it flips back. Typical werewolf shit. Illustrated by Kev Walker. I made a Kev Walker joke in the fucking <laughs> Death and Taxes video, so... I didn't see it yet, so I didn't get to that point. No, it's it's a good one. Thanks for the fucking spoiler. Oh, well, I didn't spoil the exact joke. I just said it's a Kev Walker reference, so you can get over it. So you are one for one. You got to get four for five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. Just, just making sure. I don't want you to fucking... <laughs> I get... How many hints do I get? I get three hints total, right? You get three hints total. So you the next one is coordinated assault. I'm pretty sure that's one red. Yeah, it's one red. It is definitely one red. This is... Yeah. This is from originally printed in Theros. Yeah, I knew that because it's it was in the uh, heroic deck. Yes, sir. Uh, it was. Thing. Yep. Uh, do you know what the card does? I think it gives uh, two creatures plus one plus one. It actually gives two creatures plus one plus oh in first strike. Oh, that's way better. Yeah, it is. It's an instant speed of two, which is very nice. Yeah, that card's sweet. I'm just like not even surprised that they're just getting these. It's fucking total bullshit, but whatever. Well, that's the when Thera when Theros was out. That's what I drafted was the heroic deck. Yeah, that deck it was so sweet. It was way better than any other decks in that. Yeah. So, are you ready for your next one, bitch? What do you think? It is uncovered clues. What? Uncovered clues. Yeah, I'm, this is I'm not even. I'm not even gonna waste a thing on it. What are you thinking? Fucking three blue. Oh, you are so close. Are you shitting me? It is two in a blue. God damn it. <laughs> Uncovered clues. If I would have gotten that. Just, I would have been fucking oh, shocked. Yeah, it's too. two and a blue. It is a sorcery speed spell, and it says, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal up to two instants and sorcery cards from among them. Reveal them, put them in your hand, put the rest in the bottom, bottom of your library in any order. Yep, from uh, good old Dragon's Maze. What's that? You get four cards off this? You look at the top four cards, and then you reveal two instants and or sorceries. Oh, and I didn't hear you say or. I was like, oh, yeah. and or sorceries. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's really good. Yeah, I was going to say, that card would be fucking insane if it was, you get two of each. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, two for three. You got to fucking hammer down the next two. I got three clues, bitch. Ooh, this one's interesting. Lava zombie. I'm pretty sure that's old. Might be. 
Or it could be from a commander set. No, that's pretty old. It's before they actually had... It's like an actual gold card. I mean, new cards are gold cards, too. And who says this is a gold card? I know it's a gold card. <laughs> it's okay. lava would be red and zombie would be black. I mean, that... That this is, is before they that had blue is, seems like sound logic. Would you give me like, the give me the text? You would like the text, would you? Yeah. Alrighty. So when lava zombie enters the battlefield, return a black or red creature you control to its owner's hand, and then for two lava zombie gets a plus one plus o oh until the end of turn. This is the same set as cavern harpy. Is it now? Yeah, I'm gonna go colorless black red. Colorless black and red. Is that your final answer? Colorless red, black. <laughs> well, black. it is colorless black, red, but I'm going to give it to you regardless. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. That is what exactly is it? Lava Zombie. It is from Plane Shift. Yeah, it's it's the same thing as uh, uh, Cavern Harpy. A lot of those cards had yep. that design where there were two colors and... Did the thing. Yeah, you bounced something. Yep. Yep, it is 100% from the same thing as Cavern Harpy. Shout out to Legacy Knowledge. That was kind of a, a softball. Really? You think so? What? One, well, once I heard the return red or black creature. That was a, your giveaway? Yeah. Oh, jeez. What's, what's the power toughness on that bitch? Oh, I, I clicked past it. Oh. I think it was a 2-2. But your next one is Sarah Avatar. I'm pretty sure that's seven or eight mana. It's, it, I, I will it's, give it this I'm, to you. It's, it I, don't, I don't, no, I don't need it. I don't need, yeah. I'm, it's power and toughness is equal to your life total. And if it's put into your graveyard from anywhere... Or the battlefield, I believe. It shuffles back in. I'm pretty sure it's uh, seven mana. I'm pretty sure it's four white, white, white. Four white, white, white. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. I only, this is, they did, they did reprint this thing, but Greg Illig used to have an oath deck that ran those and pariahs. Oh, that's sweet. God, shout out to fucking Greg Illig. The Illig brothers have been getting a fucking heavy shout out this episode. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, we're going to have to lay off the fucking illigs for the pack for the next two. We'll give Jamie a shout out, too. There you go. Fucking shout out, Jamie. (laughs) Got the whole fam. Squad. You gave me some softballs, bro. I think, yeah, that that Sarah Avatar, I mean, I'm not going to fucking click past the random. It's whatever the gods demand. That's what I have to get. uh, This is actually, I'm pretty sure it's some fucking ninja hanging out. Um, There's a couple different arts for it, actually. They strayed from the OG. Am I allowed to look this up now? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, the original art is like a fucking ninja sitting on a thing, but the one that I got was the uh, Duels of the Planeswalkers promo. Oh, and that, that one, one has different art. Yeah, but it's still sucks. also like a fucking ninja. It almost looks like the fucking Lady of Justice, except for uh, instead of holding scales, she's holding a fucking like broadsword. Is it uh, from anywhere? God damn, I'm good. Yeah, it is from anywhere. I mean, you weren't sure exactly. What I wouldn't pat yourself on the back too much. Well, I knew it was older, and I didn't know how the formatting, like how it would have been errated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from like Ursa Saga and stuff. Boy, you threw me off with what was that one from the the? Oh, the blue the sorcery. Of... Yeah, that one caught me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one was a tricky one too, because it wasn't like a good limited card. Yeah, dragons. I don't even know if it was dragons particularly played in that standard. Sucked. Because that standard was loaded with great blue cards. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I don't ever play standard. I mean, did you play standard back then? That was uh, RTR block. That standard was sweet. Oh yeah, Dragon's Maze was just the shit, the shitty one. Yeah, and I yeah, then that's what that card. (laughs) All right, dude. Well, congratulations Uh, yet again. You surprised nobody with winning uh, accumulated knowledge. If only I could like learn astrophysics or something with all this. Yeah, if you could apply this knowledge to something useful. You'd be a fucking genius, but instead you're stuck here doing a podcast with me. Yeah. <laughs> so who's the real winner here? Yeah. Not <laughs> me. But oh wait, I am the winner, bitch. Yeah, you are. And to the winner go the spoils, so you get the shout out for this. All right. Our shout out this week is actually the Tin Street Hooligans at yeah. MTG Tin. They are quite different from us. They are what do you call it? Like a variety? MTG variety. Yeah, they're they're similar to us as when they just like they cover random MTG shit like current news that's going on and they do other things. They have a bunch of guests on, which Here's I the... mean, if any of you guys are listening to this, I know some of the people from this follow us on Twitter. Uh, you, you, you would we would love to be on that show. We you, we do have an episode where we swore very little. <laughs> so we we have shown that we have the ability to restrain ourselves. 
It's just, what's the fucking point? <laughs> what is the fucking indeed? They are much more family friendly than us. Yeah, yeah, they swear significantly less than us. Their their language is not as colorful. That's what gives us our edge. Yeah, I mean, and and colorful, I mean curse words. They probably have better vocabularies than us because we're we are actually fucking mongoloids that only know swear words. It's actually people who swear tend to have higher IQs. Oh, so we're fucking geniuses and they're fucking morons. Yeah, fucking idiots. Yeah, never mind. We revoke our shout out because yeah. you guys don't swear <laughs> as much. No, but yeah, go check them out. They have some pretty cool content. Yeah, fuck yeah. Their podcasts and stuff are great. And some of their members do other podcasts like movie related ones. Uh, and the, what's cool about their podcast too is that they re- they do it live on um, the YouTube streaming thing which is something that there's no way we would ever be able to do. No, you're too dumb and fuck up every t- all the time. Yeah, I, we fucking stumble over our words, and we also say things we probably shouldn't say that have to be cut out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe at some point when we're house-trained, we'd be able to do something like that, but that's not going to be a near-fucked future. <laughs> well, before we started, Tyler went on a rant, a rant about a racist joke, and... <laughs> that is how, not true! How he hates Mexicans, and yeah... <laughs> No, he wanted to... I love Mexicans. You're the Mexicans that were working with your uh, your old company. Were fucking awesome. Yeah, they're cool dudes. They were a hoot. Obviously, I'm joking. He did <laughs> not do that, but no, our rants are about fucking. <laughs> we're just talking about how awful fucking everything is in magic, and we try to bring up some positivity during the podcast, and then we just get shot down by everything going on. So sounds about right. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, Matt, that's another one in the books. Hey, you know what you should do? What should I do? You should plug us, you idiot. You know what? That's going to be something that's going to be a reoccurring trend. That we just, you'd forget to. Yeah, that I say, well, that's another one in the books. And you say, um, also plug us. <laughs> Goddamn moron. Yeah. So if you motherfuckers are interested in following us on Twitter and you're not already doing it, then you are totally fucking blowing it. If you want to not blow it anymore, you can go to Twitter and search fetch underscore shock and find us. If you're looking for Matt specifically, you can find him at at it's Bob. And you're, if you're looking for me specifically, you can find me at at basic land bin. And new, if you're going on YouTube, my motherfuckers, you can search fetch and shock MTG and go watch some quality content produced by the beautiful members of this podcast. If that's, that what you, if that's how you want to play it, sure. We'll, we'll go with that. We're gorgeous. At we least, is a strong word. I would say we're at least in the top. You're hillbilly gorgeous. Ooh, see, but <laughs> the the no tooth look works for me. It, it weirdly does. Yeah, and that's the best part about it. See, you you have to be a pretty man in order for a lack of a tooth to just fit your mo. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> like I said, that's another one in the books, my dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll fucking we're gonna set it off next week. Where hopefully we don't have any more fucking spoilers because I'm sick of new magic cards. Playing vintage next week. Oh fuck yeah, that's gonna be something we could talk about. A little bit of fucking vintage action for all the fucking two people out there that play vintage. Twelve, thirteen. Something oh, like there's that. thirteen now. Who who's the next one? Who's the new guy? I can't divulge that. Ah, uh, fine. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to spill the beans. I get it. Well, maybe we'll talk about the new guy next week. Sounds good, buddy. All right. Peace out, nerds! Peace!